You're listening to WAMTAS, the only podcast on the internet that takes comedy seriously. Thanks for listening to WAMTAD. Hey, hey, welcome to WAMTAD. It's me, your host, Waffles, and we're here to be talking about some things today, as we always do on Waffles and Mates Talk About Things. Now, you, you might be thinking to yourself, gee, Waffles, why aren't you talking about All Saints Day? It's all over all of the shops. I can barely walk into my local supermarket without being bombarded with holy water and pieces of the true cross and scripture as far as the eye can see. And I'm listening to your podcast wondering, what the heck's all that about? Because I'm a, I'm a God-fearing heathen pagan that you know, don't know none about that, and I distinctly remember you going on and on about how you did some theology papers once and is a graduate of of Sunday school. Uh, you are the most religious person on the on the planet that, you know, is very knowledgeable about all of this stuff. And so what gives? Why all of the, the saints and 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 whatnot? And for that, I will say, yes, it has become this big over-commercialized thing. And, you know, it is unfortunate that it's really, uh, you know, devoided from the, the spirit of the, holloway, of, the, of the holiday, which was, of course, to cleanse uh, the, the land after all the spookiness of Halloween and all the witches and ghoulies and goblins and skeletons and, and, and what not have, have gone and done their dance macabre through the land and spooked all the children and stolen all of the candy or whatever Halloween is about. I've never really actually looked into it. And, you know, so you needed a cleansing palette of, oh, it's been too spooky. I'm too spooked out. I can't do stuff. And that's when All Saints Day comes in because, you know, now you have to memorize the list of thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of saints from around the world. And, and your brain just goes completely numb and blah, as, you know, you just, your brain is now filled with nothing but saint facts. And so you forget about all of the, the spookiness and, and all of the death and destruction that Halloween brings and the loss of family members and, and loved ones that did not have enough candy and were dragged screaming through a hell portal by hellhounds that now you, you can't get it out of your, your brain no matter how many marshmallows you eat and no, no matter how how much candy you, you try to, to fill down your gob, it'll never fill the, the void in your heart of seeing your entire family getting incinerated and with demons because you thought, oh, it's just a fun little game. We'll just, just do a little bit of a Halloween prankery and not really knowing that you were opening up a hell portal to the other side. Anyways, besides all that, All Saints Day, you're memorizing all of these saint facts in order to try to cleanse your brain for the upcoming year of, of all of the spookiness, and you think, but gee, Waffles, I don't know any saint facts to help to help cleanse my brain of all of the spookiness. Now, of course, you'll know the big saints, your, your St. Mary's, your St. Francis of Assisi's, your, your St. Nicholas's and the, and the like, but, you know, they, they've only got so many facts to go around. What about some of the lesser saints when you're really struggling to sleep at night and thinking, geez, if only I knew about some of the lesser saints to really numb my brain to death, 
Then I could finally sleep and relieve my mortal body of this crushing pressure. And that's why I'm here, to tell you some facts about some lesser-known saints to really numb your brain to that beautiful land of Nod. So, so listen up and listen good, as, as good old Saint Waffles is, that's right, I talk to the Pope, and if you podcast for long enough, you can actually reach sainthood, and a lot of people don't know that, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, I can also uh, sanctify, so if you have any uh, ho- any water that you want to make holy, uh, hold it up to, to the speaker or, or to your earphones right now. And and I will I will bless it. Uh, so bless this this water that's listening to this podcast right now. Now that's holy water, and you can drive out demons with it. So good luck. Uh, that's not a guarantee. Uh, I, I will not be hold uh, liable for any uh, unholy water that may or may not have been produced. <clears throat> so let's get straight into it with Saint facts. Done done. Uh, now, of course, there is St. Bruce, who is the holy saint of sharks. Uh, if you are swimming and you are about to be eaten by a shark, if you pray to St. Bruce, then, you know, you then that way the, the shark that eats you won't go to hell because that counts as, as grace before the meal. Uh, and, of course, sharks famously can't do the sign of the cross there their flippers, uh, their their fins are are too small and not nearly agile enough, and so that was a big problem. That was a huge problem of these sharks eating people left, right, and center, but but still going to hell because they weren't able to say grace beforehand. So if you're about to be eaten by a shark, or not even a shark, just any ocean creature, that's a lot of people get, get stuck up on on Saint Bruce being the 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 saint of sharks. But any like if you're swimming down the deeps and you see like a colossal squid about to 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 nom you up, uh, or if you see like an orca whale, if you're one of those billionaires on a boat in the Mediterranean, and an orca is coming up and and eating your sh- and eating your yacht, you know that Saint Bruce is perfectly valid for any of those encounters. Uh, and you know, and so when when you do pray to Saint Bruce, it it counts as grace for the animal. Uh, and when so when the animal eats you, they're not committing a sin, and they do get uh, a mortal life in in the afterlife, and you know a blessing and 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 whatnot, you know, because because hell was just honestly being filled up with with sharks and you know a whole whole a swath of ocean creatures, uh, and and people thought that that was a bit unfair. Uh, so St. Bruce comes in and was just like, look, look. I'm I'm a chill surfer, dude. I'll I'll cop this, uh, and so they were out surfing on the Gold Coast, you know, uh, just really pounding uh, some gnarly waves, and and you know, a shark comes up, and and St. Bruce was was all like, you know, oh, totally bodacious, amen, dude, and shark eats him, and shark doesn't go to hell for eating Bruce, uh, and so Bruce, you know, performs this miracle of sanctification. And, uh, you know, ends up being uh, posthumously sanctified. St. Bruce the Surfer. Uh, also, um, Saint of Surfers as well. If you're surfing up there and you're not being eaten by a shark and you're just out there hanging 10 enjoying the waves, there's St. Bruce, you know. 
um, you you know the the surf's a bit flat. Pray to Saint Bruce. Maybe you can do something about it. You know, Saint Bruce, chill dude. But no, one of the lesser known saints that you might not have known about. Uh, and and that's why we're here. So hopefully that was a fun a fun saint fact for you. Uh, on to our on to our next saint uh, is is Saint Mary, but not that Saint Mary, right? Everybody's always going on and on about oh Saint Mary, Mother of God, yada 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 yada. Boring, right? Yeah, pray for us sinners now at the hour of death, Amen. Boring. We all know about Saint Mary, but you you don't know about the other Saint Mary, but it's spelled you know instead of M A R Y, it's M A R I E. Slightly different. People might say Saint Marie, but of course, her, her you know phonetically, it is Saint Mary. And of course, a lot of times when you are you know in in textbooks and stuff reading about this. You know, you, you'll often see Saint Mary, no, not that one, the other one. Which is, of course, the patron saint of pedants and uh, anyone uh, really wanting to be exact about things. Uh, you know, she is the, the patron saint of, of corrections. She is the patron saint of spell-checking and uh, editing and, you know, really being able to go back and check your work uh, Saint Mary, she was she was completely litigious. Uh, you know, worked at the Vatican for many many years, going through all of the records uh, that the Vatican has, and going through and you know crossing T's and dotting I's, and you know, there's all these. There's a long history of monks that worked in caves by candlelight, just rewriting scripture and other holy texts. Uh, you know, just for years and years and years and years, it was part of like being part of one of the only groups in society that knew how to read and write. You were kind of tasked with the preservation because, you know, you couldn't just upload things to the cloud back then. Uh, and so somebody needed to hand write all these. And of course, they all ended up in, you know, the Vatican vaults and, you know, other such collections and things like that. And you get St. Mary going through there with with a twink and, and you know, a red pen going through and correcting all of the thousands of years worth of work. So that when it is digitized and updated and, and whatnot, it is all correct. Uh, and of course, for this work, uh, when she got to the list of saints... She's thought, why not? Why shouldn't I be on there? I have done so much work correcting all of this stuff. I'm going to correct the list of saints to put myself on it. And of course, she becomes the only saint on the planet to have ever sanctified herself. Which I think is, a, is just a, that, that's girl power right there. Like, like that's a boss bitch move, if I've ever seen one, of just being like, I'm not getting any recognition from any of these men in the Vatican. This is this is such a sausage party. This whole religion. I I'm going to correct that. I'm going to do the correction by making myself a saint for all of this work that I've done. And so for that, Saint Mary, not that one, the other one. Well, just mm, good saint, good saint, S-tier saint. That's just like, yeah, more, more saints. If you want to be a saint, you can just be a saint. That's aspiration, right? That That is shattering glass ceilings. You know, a lot of people, oh, she's just the, the, the saint of spell checking. But like, 
to to be the only saint on that list that put yourself on that list like mm, that's a power move that's that's flexing some holy muscle right there and just mm, we got you got to respect the hustle you gotta you gotta respect that and and for me for me you know she's she's up there one of the one of the greatest saints of all time brings us to the next saint uh which is of course saint jim the saint of you know so-so coffee not the best coffee you've ever had but certainly not the worst and just sometimes not every coffee needs to be that really good cup sometimes you just want uh something consistent something that you know you'll like something that you know you wake up in the morning and you're tired and your brain just isn't for that day and you think i need i need a bit of a pep me up i need something to you know kick my ass and get me going st jim's coffee hashtag not sponsored but St. Jim's coffee, just the, the, it's a coffee that you know will do you good. It won't blow your mind or anything like that, but it's a coffee that you know will, will hit the spot when you need it to. Just that consistent, good, good cup that, you know, and, and uh, you know, and not, you don't need these big elaborate sort of stories. Jim was just a guy that, you know, working in Rome, you had all of the the the, the, the priests and the, the bishops and the popes and stuff going through all the cardinals and and whatnot, every, all the rest of the people, you know, commuting into work and you know you know not all they're up late, writing sermons, reading passages, doing theology, getting into these you know discussions. You know they're they're not they may be operating on only a few hours of sleep and they they got a big sermon, you know you, they got all of the crowds of tourists they want to hear a blessing and you know and you're just like your brain is just leaking out your ears because you've just been like so deep in into scripture you've been like translating it from like the the original Hebrew and the original Latin and and whatnot and you know you go up there and you order a coffee and you don't you're not even aware that you're speaking Latin but Jim's got you because you're a regular and Jim knows you and they know what you like and so before you've even come up to the counter Jim Jim has you the coffee already there on the counter you know, and you go to pay for it, but you pull out your library card instead of your credit card, and Jim just gives you that whole, it's on me today, I can see you need this, and and you take that sip, and, and once again, it's not the best coffee that you've ever had, but in that moment, it's the coffee that you need, and for that, St. Jim, I think, just is, is good, not St. James, not St. Jimmy, St. Jim, you know, just it, it's just a simple, plain, good enough name that I think is is deserving of this lesser-known saint. That sometimes, sometimes you need a saint, Jim, in your life. And of course, the best thing is, right, is that for any of you non-coffee drinkers out there that are thinking, "Oh, there's only a saint for coffee. What about the the rest of the drinks?" any drink doesn't need to be caffeinated right it could be a cup of tea it could be a milkshake it could be you know a chai latte a hot chocolate you know a can of coke even you know st jim 
has you, you know, if you're, if you're there and you're like, ah, oh, I'm, you know, I'm pulling an all nighter because I've got to, to study and, you know, coffee's just not going to kick it. Uh, you know, I've got this energy drink or whatever, you know, you pray to St. Jim, you know, he's, he's going to look after you. You know, you're like, oh, St. Jim, bless this energy drink. You, you crack it open, you, you scull it and, you know, that, that St. Jim energy, you know, you'll write an essay, but it won't be the best essay that your, your, uh, your lecturer has ever read, read, but like, it'll be good. It'll be good enough. It'll get you like a C or a B or if you're lucky, an A minus, you know, depending on how well your, your, your own sort of workload has, has already been, you know, but when you want that sort of consistent, it's good, not great, but good, you know, St. Jim's got you. St. Jim's got you, you know, that, that nice cup of tea that you're like, you know, I don't need to be wild right now. I just need to be hydrated. And for some reason, I don't drink water because I'm one of those weird people like, like that. So a good refreshing cup of tea will do me. It'll be a good cup of tea you, you, as the as the leaves are brewing and, you know, you're just sitting there waiting that, you know, two to three minutes for the for the tea to really just absorb and get all that good flavor and tannins and, and whatnot. And as you, you're pouring it and you see just that, you know, beautiful golden brown color of the tea hit the cup and you're thinking yeah this is not going to be the best cup of tea that i've ever had in my life but it'll be a good cup of tea it'll be satisfying it'll hit the spot and it'll it'll help soothe my burning soul and that sometimes that's all you need in life you don't need to be wowed you don't need to be blown off your feet but sometimes just a good consistent cup of tea is what you need in the moment st jim's got you you know, and so if you if you're not a if you're not a coffee drinker, Saint Jim doesn't care. You know, whatever whatever your drink of choice, you gotta you gotta thank Saint Jim. Now, next saint that I want to talk about, you might not know about, you might not have ever heard about. Even if you are one of those saint experts, right? Even if you are the Pope right now, and you're thinking to yourself, <laughs> "Gee, waffles, why am I even listening to this episode? I already know." all of the saints and can name them backwards. I'm personally friends with at least several dozen of of them, and that's nepotism. You shouldn't be sanctifying your friends. Like, that is huge corruption in the church, and that has had huge historical implications. So if you are the Pope and you are thinking about making some of your friends saints, don't do it unless they've actually earned it and, like, you know, doing the miracles and things like that. But it has to go through a whole committee, and I don't even think this, the Pope has that power. It's like all the cardinals and stuff like that. But if you are the Pope thinking about trying to, you know, corrupt the system and making your friends saints just for a laugh, don't. Don't do it. But if you are thinking to yourself, gee, Waffles, I already know all the saints. You're not going to be able to say a saint that I don't know, and you're going to blow me away with that. Then listen up, bucko. Old, old, old Pope, you, whatever Pope, whatever Pope you're listening to this, if you if you time travel with this episode and go back in time and give it to, to you know, Pope Paul I, you know, who's like, I, I invented saints, you know, you're not, you're not going to be able to, to get one past old, old Saint Pope the first. I've got ya, I've, I've got ya, because there's little Saint Sue the patron saint of left socks. Ha ha! The most obscure saint that I was able to find, only published in one book of saints ever by a Dominican monk in this long-lost cave, right? On, on the Tahitian coast. You gotta go all the way to Tahiti. 
you know, the, this uh, this Dominican monk, they were on a holiday, they were thinking, oh, I've been copying so many scriptures that, you know, my, my wrist is getting tired, I'm getting a bit of carpal tunnel, I need a vacation, goes to Tahiti for a vacation, meets little Saint Sue, the patron saint of left socks, just living out her life, right? Just there, being like, oh, I'm, I, you know, I'm blessing socks. Now, everybody knows about Saint Ricky, the patron saint of right socks, right? And you never think, you never think to yourself, that's so weird that we have a patron saint of the right sock, right? And everybody kind of assumes the right sock is in like, it's the sock you need in that moment. You know, oh, what socks am I going to wear today? Well, the right socks and Saint Ricky's got you. And that whole campaign, hashtag not sponsored. But what you don't know is it's right is in the direction. Right, and there's little Saint Sue, not Saint Sue, little Saint Sue, because there's big Saint Sue, which we're going to talk about later. Little Saint Sue, the patron saint of left socks, and lives in Tahiti. All these people walking around with only one sock on their right sh- foot, thinking, "Oh boy, my left shoe is is so empty. My left foot is so cold. If only I could find a left sock." Right, and who knows where left socks go? Little Saint Sue knows. If you're ever missing your left sock, pray to little Saint Sue. And this is the thing. This is the reason. This is the reason why you can never find your left sock is because of this obscure saint that you've never heard of. Right? Praying to little Saint Sue, you'll find your left sock. Right? And so there's always people in Tahiti being like, Jesus, I don't know where my left socks are. And this little girl is just like, I know. And she goes and she finds your left sock for you and becomes little Saint Sue. Right? And so this Dominican monk is there and thinking, I'm on vacation. I'm on holiday, but, you know, this is a miracle that I'm witnessing right now, because, boy, was my left foot really cold. And this little girl comes up to me, and was just like, here's your left sock, and she's, I thought, I thought I'd left this sock all the way back in the Dominican Republic. You know, I, I went, and I checked my, my uh, package, checked my, my luggage, no sock, no left sock, there's a little girl. She got it. That's a that's a miracle if ever I've seen one. Right? Little Saint Sue. Patron saint of left socks. You gotta go to Tahiti. There's not even like a statue or anything of her. But you know, you go to this one cave. There's one cave and you find the, the notebook that this Dominican monk left. There she goes. Right? I was on vacation in Tahiti, happened to stumble across this cave. My my uh Left foot was cold because, you know, left left socks, notoriously, always going missing. Go into this cave to, to shelter from a tropical storm. Find this, this diary, find this notebook, find this entry from this Dominican monk. Little Saint Sue. And I'm thinking, ah, that's interesting. So I'm like, do a, do a quick little prayer, Little Saint Sue. And lo and behold, I look behind this, this boulder... There it is. There it is. My left sock. Fresh and warm as if straight out the dryer. Put it on my foot. Mm. Probably stop me getting frostbite. And so this this is the the big announcement to the world. You know, uh I, I did of course do what all good Catholics do. Put the, the notebook in a in a in a in an envelope addressed it to Vatican City, you know, pay for the postage as as part of tithing, as part of the tithe, 
you know, and so when the uh, when I'm at church and the collection plate is going around, you know, I give my give my tithe and then I put this package in because that's how a lot of non-Catholics you're like, how do Catholics do mail? You know, that's one of those frequently asked questions that the Pope has to be dealing with all the time. So it's like, I didn't think Catholics believed in mail because when was the last time you ever saw a Catholic postie, right? But no, it's a collection plate. Right, you you do your little donations and and whatnot, and then any mail that you want to to send out via you know the Catholic mail system, you put into the collection plates, and then it's you know dealt with after the service, and of course any mail that you are receiving, anybody that's written to you, uh, you know as the collection plate is is going around, uh, every so often they'll just give you a letter, uh, you know, or a package or or whatever, and you know there it goes. So that is the 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 Catholic post system. Uh, now I know a lot of a lot of you aren't Catholic and don't know that, but this is this is me telling you Catholic secrets. You know, uh, I was an altar boy at one stage. You know these things. I was the one having to you know deliver letters and you know and you know sending the mail and, and stuff like that. It's part of your job as an altar boy. Anyways, little Saint Sue, and I promised to tell you about Big Saint Sue, right? Big Saint Sue, the patron saint of wrestling. Now. A lot of you will be like, oh, but isn't that such and such or so and so, any one of those big famous wrestlers, you know, isn't that the patron saint of wrestling? And and you might be right, because in your little household, that might be your, you know, your macho man, Randy Savages and other wrestlers. Big Saint Sue invented wrestling, right? She's reading the Bible one day, this bully comes up to her and is just like, Oh, look at this nerd reading, right? So she goes and, like, wrestles him to the ground, gives him a big old wedgie and a noogie and, and all that sort of stuff. And everybody was so impressed, right, that somebody had stood up to this bully and, and wrestled them to the ground. And she was just like, well, this divine, holy inspiration came over me. And she invented wrestling in that moment. That's Big Saint Sue, right? Big Saint Sue as to be distinguished from Little Saint Sue and of course, we don't talk about just regular-sized saints. So, the the saints, the patron saints of regular-sized things, right? If a thing is the size that it's meant to be, that is the domain of regular-sized so. But that is even even too boring for this podcast all about saints. But no, big saints. So, uh, you know, invented suplexing and invented you know, holds and, you know, was the first referee as well, because you need a referee for your wrestling matches, you know, would teach all of the, the local urchins wrestling, uh, other other urchins, you know, all about, you know, your pickpocketing and, and your, your thieving and things like that. But in, in the, in this long forgotten town, this was like 200 AD, you know, way back, one of the original Saints, Big Saints, so, right. Taught all of these local urchins how to wrestle. Got this, you know, the first WrestleMania was in Rome, facilitated over by the Pope. You know, a lot of people don't know that. You know, uh, and and so you know, Big Saint Sue. You know, patron saint of wrestling. So if you're there, you're wrestling. You're watching. You know, you're wrestling. You you're wrestling with your siblings, even metaphorical wrestling. If you're wrestling with it with a problem in your life you, there's a big decision that you're trying to make and you're wrestling with all of these options if you're playing D&D and your character is grappling somebody right pray to Big Saint Sue 
She'll even bless the dice on a grapple check. I've I've confirmed this, right? And the and the writers of of D and D, you know, Wizards of the Coast, have confirmed this that Big Saint Sue is you know canon to grappling. You know, I know there's not saints in D and D, but Big Saint Sue they made an exception for, right? So. So Big Saint Sue, right? So you've got Little Saint Sue, Regular Size Saint Sue, Big Saint Sue, right? Those are the Saint Sues. And uh, the only only thing left to, to talk about now is Saint Phineas, the patron saint of finishing things. Uh, and with that, that is the end of the episode. Have a glorious and divine... All Saints Day to those who celebrate and to anyone that doesn't good for you you know you're still valid and you know that's the best thing about Saints right even if you don't believe in them even if you don't think whatever uh you can still still pray to them and it's fun and you don't need to be a Catholic and you don't need to be you know and this is probably huge you know heresy and I'm probably going to get excommunicated but you know whatever um pray to the Saints you know, you never know what will happen. Um, but also, as as I believe we've learned, be you can be the the saint in your own life. If you're if you're out there thinking, "Geez, I wish there was a patron saint of me," you can be that. You can be the saint in your own life that you need. You can be the saint in in the lives of of the people around you. Because at the end of the day, isn't that what sainthood is all about is lifting up and you know being there for other people sometimes that's the real miracle is you know love and community all of that good stuff uh and so without any further ado i will bid you all goodbye and i love you see you next time pew 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 pew